Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I have with me Sheila Clefcorn. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jason. Glad, glad to be here. Yeah, man. And um, today we're going to talk about how to avoid common mistakes in marketing. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a good one. Um, <laughs> there are so many. Um, I mean, I can only think of like a hundred of them. So let's, sure. we don't have that, we don't have that much time. So we're, we're going to have to kind of whittle it down to maybe like five. Um, but let's talk about the biggest mistake that you've noticed from entrepreneurs, uh, in, in marketing. What's like the most common? Sure. Well, the most common is that entrepreneurs tend, especially on their websites or in any of their content, they tend to talk about their baby, the thing that they've built and put their blood, sweat and tears into, which is really great. But something has to come before that. And that's talking about the customer's needs. So most of the time when somebody goes to a website, they read through the website and it's often technical and has some acronyms and things like that. And it causes the person who sees that homepage to say, okay, they do this, I think this, and hmm, I I have these needs and I, I think maybe they can do the thing that I need. And what that does is it makes the prospect do the mental gymnastics and expend a lot of mental calories to figure out what the company does. And anytime you create friction like that, you tend to lose people. So the number one thing that we suggest is putting any kind of marketing content in your prospects view in their needs. The more that you can show what they are looking for, what their needs are, the more successful you'll be. That makes a lot of sense. And um, so let's say that someone who's watching this or listening to this and they're trying to use marketing, especially now post pandemic, things have changed quite a bit. They're trying to use marketing to grow profit in their business. Mm-hmm. Um, what is maybe one like we're, and we're going to circle back to the mistakes because that's a really good topic. Um, but I want to talk about potentially growing profit or getting customers. You know, what are mm-hmm. some of those strategies that you would make? I mean, you're at KEO marketing, so I'm assuming that you guys have a lot of good strategies, but give me maybe sure. like, maybe like one or two or three. Uh, strategies? Well, we're a marketing agency that is B2B focused. So we help companies sell to other companies. And there are two primary ways that you can do that. And there's a lot of innovation happening right now as we go into 2022. Uh, The first is inbound marketing. So that's where you try to be found where people are looking for you. And so that's search engines, but increasingly it's also social media sites. So if you have a product that you need to sell to the head of sales, you've got a software product that you need to sell to heads of sales, then LinkedIn is a great place to go because Mm. guess where every head of sales is is in LinkedIn, but you've got to have that compelling message. The other primary way is through outbound marketing, what today we call account-based marketing. Years ago, you know, 23 years ago when I started my agency, uh, we used to call it target account marketing, but now it's called account. Uh, account-based marketing. And Mm -hmm. it's really about identifying companies who you think have the needs for what you have, and then reaching out to them in a very uh, personal way, using outbound email, using retargeting ads, 
using outbound calling. It sort of ties marketing and sales together really tightly. And is both that, of those are great strategies to use going into next year and, and, and can for, be augmented with a lot of technology. And for both of those, before I forget, so the, the second one, you, you that sounds like a lot like cold calling and cold emailing. Is that similar? Yes. Yes, there, and uh, the great thing about cold calling and emailing is that if you do it in very bite-sized chunks, it can be very powerful. Hmm. So there are platforms out there like reply.io or outreach.io or uh, Zoom Info has a product called Engage. Those are all platforms that can help you uh, reach out to contacts in small batches in okay. very personalized ways on behalf of salespeople. And it works. Absolutely, it works. And and traditional hmm. open rates for email are in the 1% range. And okay. we tend to get uh, 20, 30, 40% open rates on wow. those kinds of emails because they are so personalized. Now, so these personalized emails, are these going to, what, what kind of results are you looking for? Is it like someone looking for a journalist to write articles about them? Is it more trying to get customers to buy their products? Is it Lots more of different things? I mean, it's like, it does takes it, is, a it while is, to, is it effective for all of these different things or is it only effective for a certain kind of target? It's wildly <clears throat> successful for all kinds of different targets. Hmm, okay. And it goes back to that initial thing that I mentioned about having content that resonates. If you have content that resonates with someone's needs and you have a subject line in an email that really resonates with that, you tend to get high open rates. But you've got to have some good content to tell a story around why you're the right company to solve those needs. And so sometimes it's an invitation to a webinar. Sometimes it's a demo. Sometimes it's uh, an opportunity to talk to a salesperson. But very rarely, Google research shows that it takes seven to 16 touches to get someone just to raise their hand, not to buy, but even to just reply to you. Wow. And that's part of why you're getting so many unsolicited emails is there's just a lot of noise. You're every entrepreneur, every leader in a company is receiving more than 5,000 marketing messages a day through social oh, I know. email. You do. The you delete, the, 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 the delete so button on my keyboard something. has lost the, the, the ink that says delete. So now I just <laughs> right? have to click the. <laughs> so I want to go but, back to the other thing you for said. For those before. ones that do stick out, you, you click on them, right? Yeah, there's a, there's, there's some that, you know, they might finally have reached a moment where I'm like, oh, that could be useful for me. Or it's something that I signed up for. And like the CEO, the CEO, he or she reached out to me to ask me, um, you know, how I like the service or something. Um, some, and, and I happen to be someone who's a public person. So when, when I do get these emails, sometimes I can, I can sometimes pretty much tell if they're automated or not. And. Right. When I respond and they respond from like their iPhone, I'm like, okay, this guy's responding to me. Um, unless they're mm -hmm. also faking that, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, but they're I do probably doing that via text now too, which can be added on to any of those programs. Right. And you mentioned before about like promoting something on LinkedIn. And I, before I forget this, it sounds like you guys also kind of target specific platforms for specific needs. So like LinkedIn is going to reach the professionals. Twitter is mm -hmm. going to reach trolls i don't know um tiktok is going to be reaching you know the video oriented entertainment thing for tutorials or whatever so and same with youtube so i'm guessing like that's something that you guys would recommend um how do you identify which 
platform? I mean, there's an obvious answer here, but there might be an underlying answer that we're not really thinking of. Well, I think it depends on two things. It depends on your target audience. So if you want to reach Gen Z decision makers, TikTok is great. Mm -hmm. If you want to reach CEOs um, of more established companies, then LinkedIn is going to be a better way to go. But it also depends on the type of content that you have. If you have short form video content, it, it's great in TikTok. And, it you know, it's also great in YouTube, which you can use in email right. and all kinds of things. So you have to have different kinds of content for different kinds of platforms. And you have to be really clear about who you're reaching out to. The primary users of Facebook are middle-aged women. So uh, if you're trying to reach those folks, then Facebook might be the, the right place for you. Now, I want to ask you something because um, in the show notes, I saw something about having a fractional CMO helping you identify a way to, I guess, work better in your in your business. Like, can you explain this to people? Sure. Well, we've I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing it for 30 years and ha- founded this agency 23 years ago. And I'm constantly thinking about, especially for mid-market companies, say you're five to $50 million in revenue and you've got much bigger competitors. It's really hard to do marketing at sales at scale the same way that your larger competitors have. So we've innovated a model where I can serve as your fractional CMO, a part-time head of marketing, Hmm. and we can augment your in-house team with senior specialists. So Uh today, marketing is very sophisticated. And in order to afford all of those specialists, senior level strategists, senior level copy people, senior level videographers, that's really cha-ching, expensive. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha I just keep hearing dollar signs in my head. Yeah. And most companies <laughs> can't afford it. So they try not. to skimp by either on one or two generalists and maybe a, a CMO, or most of the time the CEO is saddled with those responsibilities of leading the strategy and having to be the de facto chief marketing officer and working working with interns as well yeah you're working with interns you're working with younger folks and and there isn't anybody there doing the strategy or coordinating with the other members of your exec team which makes you again the de facto head of marketing so we have a really cool model that um, as far as i know we're the only one who does it where we provide fractional cmo services where i serve as a member of your exec team um, and then our team augments whatever re- marketing resources you have. If you have people who can do Google ads, then that's great. And, and we might do the ABM marketing for you. Or if you've already got people who are really great at copywriting, we can build you a fantastic website with funnels that will drive leads with high conversions. We so, fill so, in so the you gaps. Fill in the gaps. I was about, I was, I was just saying that it sounds like you're filling in the gaps. That's a, that's a great strategy. Cause like you said, I mean, I mean, I'm running a startup and I have a marketing team and, you know, we definitely have gaps that need filled and it's hard for us to be able to hire somebody that has experience that can take our startup to the next level because we're not well funded. You know, we, we right. have a, we have an operational budget, we call it, and it's enough to keep it going, but not enough to hire like a huge, you know, six figure salary employee. So, um, right. that sounds, that sounds like a great strategy you guys have there. So, um, to end things, I want to hear a little bit about, um, just one, one last thing here. I know you mentioned, um, blockchain and advertising is next on the agenda. I mean, I know all about blockchain and cryptocurrency. What's your take on why that's next and how that's going to affect advertising and marketing? And then you can tell us a little bit about what you guys do and how we can find you. 
Sure, sure. Well, again, Jason, thanks for having me on. Um, blockchain and advertising is really interesting because it enables, just like when uh, Google pay-per-click happened, uh, auctions were added to advertising. Well, blockchain is decentralizing the way that that advertising can be served and how it can be paid for, which is really exciting. In the future, a lot of people say, we're going to have our own AI uh, maybe connected with the blockchain who will make our advertising decisions for us and we won't need ads. We'll oh. choose our, our AI will choose our toothpaste for us. We'll Sounds see. great. <laughs> I love it. So folks can reach us at keomarketing.com and they can reach me on LinkedIn at Sheila Clefcorn. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sheila. That was really informative. I hope you guys learned something and check them out keomarketing.com. And as always, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you at next week's episode.